With us today is John Solomon, and he's got some breaking news for us, and it's Friday afternoon. John Solomon, what the heck is going on? I mean, uh, things have been going up and down the last day or two. Tell us. Yes, there is a lot going on. Uh, today, a lot of reaction to a story we broke on Just the News last night. There is an email now public for the world to see between the two former CIA directors, Mike Morrell, the man who organized the letter of 51 intel experts who falsely told us that the Hunter Biden laptop was Russian disinformation, and John Brennan, the man who succeeded him as CIA director under Barack Obama. And what the email shows is clearly uh, that this was not a letter done for intelligence or security purposes. It was done, in the words of Mike Morrell to John Brennan, to create a talking point for Joe Biden at the final presidential campaign of 2020 to push back on the Hunter Biden laptop and try to pretend that it was disinformation. This email, we rare to see two CIA directors email themselves, uh, but to it now makes clear that what we were all told in the fall of 2020, this was an organic concern by intelligence professionals. In fact, it was a campaign-driven uh, effort to create a talking point to help Joe Biden beat Donald Trump and to falsely insinuate that the laptop was rushing disinformation when there was no such information in the marketplace. Uh, John, uh, these two CIA people, are they professional CIA people or are they just political appointees? Let's, Mike you know, Morrell the was a 33-year career person. That's very important. 33-year career, career guy. He rose to deputy, sec, uh, deputy CIA director, which is a career position. And twice he w was the acting director when a, when a, a CIA director. So he twice ran the agency as a career person. One of the few people ever to have that distinction in the CIA's career. John Brennan was a career intelligence officer who eventually became a political appointee as the CIA director for Barack Obama. So both men derived their credentials their trust with the American people when they signed this letter by being career intelligence professionals. And they took those bona fides that we as the American taxpayer gave them and they turned it against us and had us believe them that this was a Russian disinformation campaign when all they really were trying to do, according to this email, was create a talking point to help Joe Biden uh, undercut the Hunter Biden laptop. They very so they lied. They lied to the American people. That's exactly. I'll just give you, as I said, there's been a lot of reaction since the story came out. This is the one that most caught my attention. The former intelligence chief for the FBI, another career official. He worked for Bob Mueller, one of the most respected retirees of the FBI. A lot of work. He said, listen, this wasn't just a talking point. It was a, quote, premeditated and admitted lie. These guys knew they were lying. They were trying to influence the election as former spies, and they harmed the American people in so doing. They changed the, the, the uh, way history goes. I mean, it was used by President Biden, or that time Vice President Biden, on the uh, stage uh, uh, of the debate, and the American people believed them. You're exactly right, John. That's exactly what happened. They, they took that trust that they earned as career professionals, and they weaponized it for politics, and they deprived us from making a fully informed decision about Joe Biden. People today wonder, well, how do we end up with Joe Biden, all this Hunter Biden stuff? Because we weren't allowed to have the debate in October of 2020 when this laptop came out and provided us much of the evidence that we're now talking about three years later. The FBI files, the conversation you had on the FBI files, uh, John. Yeah, there's a, a, another part of this that I think is so important, which is, this letter not only is used by Joe Biden at the uh, debate to blunt it, 
this notion that this was Russian disinformation then is used by the FBI and big tech to censor anyone who dare write, talk, or mention this on social media. So this letter had ripples effects. And, and you see this in the Twitter files and the FBI files, what we're learning now, uh, that this was situation of something that uh, had weeks of censorship impact on Americans going into one of the consequential presidential elections in recent history. So the FBI, big tech, news media, fact checkers all grabbed the work of John Brennan, Mike Merrill, and these 51 intelligence experts and used it to further the censorship effort, again, harming America from having a good debate. Wow. And, and, and well, it goes beyond that. At, at what point, at what point do you say uh, they have crossed the line of lying to the American people? At what point do you say uh, the word treason? Yeah, those are those are debates for a political and a legal question. I'm not the expert on that, but I will tell you that so many career intelligence officials, people who didn't sign the letter, either they were approached and didn't sign or weren't approached and glad they weren't. They're all saying, listen, the intelligence community is a lot worse off now that we know this. This is something that's a black eye. I understand the station chief of the CIA refused to sign the letter of Moscow. Yeah, that's, ex- yeah, that's right. Uh, Dan Hoffman, the premier Russian intelligence expert in our country. He was the Moscow CIA Moscow station chief uh, at one of the most critical times in U.S.-Russian relations. And they approached him, and he wouldn't sign it. And when you ask him why he wouldn't sign it, it's very simple. He says... Because there was no proof. I'm not going to sign my something and say I'm an intelligence expert when I don't have the intelligence to back it up. So there are many good people in the career uh, ranks of the uh, intelligence community still today. People who had the courage not to sign it didn't bend to the peer pressure. And they would prefer that intelligence experts only write letters when they've got the evidence to back up what they're saying. Well, I I think we have a problem, uh, John. And uh, uh, how do you think we should handle it? I mean, all we're going to do is just wait and see if there's any. Is there anybody honest and left in Washington that's going to tell the truth? <laughs> An age-old question asking for a long time. Here's the dynamic to watch. Several members in the Republican leadership and in the committees of Congress in the House say they're going to use the budget in the fall, the budget they'll have to pass and Joe Biden will have to sign in order for the government to keep running in the fall, to defund any security clearances, contracts, or future employment that any one of these 51 uh, people who signed the letter can have. So they'll take away at least the financial rewards of future government work, future government security clearances, future government employment from these 51. We'll see if that happens. But if that happens, there'll be some consequence to this truth now coming out. Well, John Solomon, have a great weekend. And this is Friday afternoon. And uh, we'll see where it takes us. I pray for America. Thank you, sir. It's a great honor to be on your show. Join us today during the Jeep Celebration event. Right now, get 20% below MSRP for an average of 15178 under MSRP on the purchase of a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe or Summit 4xe. Not compatible with lease offers or with any other consumer incentive set of offers. 15178 average based on 20% below average MSRP from all 2023 Grand Cherokee Overland 4xE and Summit 4xE models and dealer stock. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery from dealer stock by 4-1. Jeep is a registered trademark.